Culture Comms and Cocktails is internal comms served straight up. So settle in, drink in the knowledge, some shaken, some stirred, maybe even some with a twist, and enjoy the top shelf guests I have lined up for you. I'm your host, Chuck Ghost, strategic advisor at Social Force. And on this episode of Culture Comms and Cocktails, we have Kyla Shea, global communication strategist at CSG. Kyla, welcome to Culture Comms and Cocktails. Hi, Chuck. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be a part of this. Grab a seat here at the Culture Comes and Cocktails Lounge and let's get started. Now, I will admit, Kyla, CSG was a new name for me. So I know that may not be a household name for some, but you guys do work with a lot of big companies out there. So briefly share what and who CSG is. So Chuck, you're not the only person to say that. Um, and so who is CSG? We um, may not be a household name, like you said, but we are actually in a lot of households. And what I mean by that is um, some of our largest customers like Comcast, Charter, JP Morgan Chase, you may have heard some of those names. <laughs> um, we are the provider of solutions and software that um, help monetize and enable a seamless customer experience, mm -hmm. um, meaning we might help with services such as billing and customer care, um, the software behind um, technicians in the field, um, or we also do printing and billing. Um, we print about 75 million statements and um, deliver them to households per month. And then also um, we're helping companies monetize video services. So that's kind of just a scale of what we do. There's many more offerings, but overall we want to help our customers deliver a seamless customer experience. Is there anything that CSG doesn't do? Because it sounded like quite a bit. I know, right? Um, there's some stuff we don't do, <laughs> but I think um, we do a lot. And, Absolutely. Um, we're definitely a growing dynamic company. Um, our sweet spot for years had been communication service providers, but we're definitely um, moving into other industries like um, government, utilities, healthcare. Um, so yeah, it's exciting time to be a part of CSG. And talk about the, like, where is the company located or where are the people at who work at CSG? So that's a great question. Um, our corporate headquarters are in Denver, Colorado. I'm located in Omaha, Nebraska, which is one of our um, largest employee base actually. Um, but we are geodispersed across the world. Um, you know, we have a location on every continent, of course, except for Antarctica. Um, so yeah, we are, and like I said, a growing um, company with a growing workforce. You guys couldn't just get one person? No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, from what I've heard, a lot of CSG's culture is driven by feedback and also not being afraid of what that feedback might tell you. And a lot of companies, that, that makes them a little nervous. What did you learn from employees when you asked them how they want to be communicated with or what do they want to hear from the company? 
Ironically, we are going through a survey right now about culture. Um, so I think it's good that leadership really values the feedback from employees because employees are the ones helping, you know, grow the business. And so um, employees like myself are definitely large stakeholders within the organization. As a communications team, you know, we had the challenges, but the feedback that we received, including our employees are inundated with so many messages, whether it's email or IM or outside people emailing them, um, but they're just inundated with all the communications they're receiving, you know, kind of diluting that, that key messaging that's important that we want to resonate through throughout the organization. The other feedback that we received that really resonated with us was that people were receiving communications, not only too much, but some of them that didn't resonate with them or wasn't relevant to you know, how they fit within the organization. What did you do with that feedback? So everybody told you that we're being inundated or there's so much coming in. What did you guys do to solve that or at least take steps to begin solving that? We knew that the current um, technology tools that we had implemented um, as a communications team um, weren't gonna solve for those issues. So um, after some research and talking to other communicators, you know, through different organizations that we're a part of, um, we found that an employee mobile app um, Social Chorus being the provider of that app um, was going to help reach some of the goals and solve for some of the issues that employees were sharing with us. And the name of that new platform is? Is The Buzz. And so um, where did that come from? Yep, we actually wanted to um, let, you know, employees chime in on um, what we were going to call our app and the buzz really seemed to resonate and it really um, gave the theme of what we were trying to do with this app. You know, we're trying to serve up fresh dynamic content and um, that seemed to resonate across the globe. And so we ended up going with the buzz. And to build up some buzz for the buzz, you started with a pilot, which some companies do, some companies don't. So how was this helpful for you as a communicator um, sure. by using the pilot? I will say that the reason we chose to do a pilot, um, we really wanted to engage the other, you know, our other partners throughout the organization who were um, communicating and had a lot to communicate um, besides our corporate communications team. So that would include, you know, our IT and security folks, of course, HR, um, the executive team, um, anything from the technology and product organization, so on and so forth. Um, so I think one of the main goals of the pilot was to get those, what we call channel partners, on board and invested in the success of the buzz you know, give them, say, this is the opportunity that, you know, this is your opportunity to share the type of content that you want to. Um, another way to reach employees instead of always sending email, let them digest it as they need to. Um, but I think what also was important was for us to um, just test the overall functionality of the app. 
as well as um, see how campaigns, for instance, work, if push notifications were effective, um, email, and then I think what we've, like we talked about, you know, feedback's important in our culture. And so um, we wanted those users um, as part of the pilot to also provide feedback on what they thought was valuable. So that way it would drive the strategic plan of the buzz going forward um, and the changes that we wanted to make before we actually launched enterprise-wide. Gain buy-in from um, other people within the organization. So we directly invited um, you know, different people in different roles, different levels within the organizations, everybody from different countries. Um, so we were really trying to kind of get the word out there and build that organic growth before we launched enterprise-wide. Now the buzz launched in January of it this did. past year. It was in the spirit of starting fresh. We wanted to uh, launch the buzz right after the new year. And so what were some of the goals, obviously answering some of that employee feedback and, and showing people, hey, you give us feedback, we're going to make improvements and changes. What were some of the goals and what are those goals have you already accomplished? And it's still, sure. it's still 2019. I think the goals and objectives that we have set out have um, really lined up with what we've been able to accomplish so far. Um, I still think we're growing and changing based on the feedback we receive from users and non-users. Um, but the kind of the highlight of our goals are to be able to deliver that content and messaging via the mobile experience um, because we do have a geo-dispersed workforce. We have um, sales teams who are traveling consistently and aren't always sitting at a computer. And we also, like I talked about, have um, nearly 400 production workers who are never checking email or even signing on to a computer on a consistent basis. But we just want to keep things fresh and constantly deliver um, relevant personalized content, I think is the important word as we heard from employees that some of the messaging that they were receiving wasn't relevant to how they fit in with the organization. Um, and then as part as a um, evolving communication strategy, we really liked that the Social Chorus platform and the app could integrate with the current channels we were already serving up to employees. For instance, the intranet, you know, we're able, we're able to easily integrate that. Um, so that way, we are consistently you know, giving the same message and um, using the tools that we already had to make an integrated approach. The mobile experience, the always connected experience has um, become expected. And I think um, what we didn't have before is we didn't have a way for employees to engage back with the messaging mm -hmm. that we were providing. And so this has really enabled those social and advocacy capabilities. People are able to like and comment, um, but they're also able to um, share things outside the organization. Um, and then one really important thing, which is um, uh, helping us measure our success, but also, you know, 
plan out what we want to do next with the buzz um, is that rich, rich, consistent data that was all over the place before. And now it's um, all in one consolidated, easy to access place. That's really important for us. And as a communicator there, what does it mean to know that you make a good point there around the data and measurement now being all in one place? But what does it mean to be able to publish in one place? and have it go, whether it is to the app itself or out to the internet, how has that helped your life there as the communicator? What I think of immediately is working smarter, not harder. Um, so, you know, like we said, integrating everything all together and making, you know, at CSG, we try to provide seamless experience. So internally, we should be providing that seamless experience as well to our employees. Mm -hmm. One of the channels you have in the buzz is called Life at CSG, and it encourages employees to share a bit of themselves, which in the past has been kind of tough for some employees to do. What has the response been to this ask of getting your employees to share a bit of themselves with the rest of the company? We talked about having that geo-dispersed workforce. So um, someone in the United States may never meet someone in Bangalore, India, or Australia. Um, so I think that's really, and what we've heard from user feedback is that it's really just helping connect people across the organization. Um, I'll say that our Life at CSG channel has the most followers. So not only are people watching that channel, but it's one of our most active channels as well. Um, and it's just really great to, you know, not even put faces with names, but just to see cultures in different offices, things, you, you know, holidays that you didn't know were happening. Um, so I really think that that channel has went over well. Um, and along with like our leadership and strategy channel, that's one of our most active channels. And then after launch, again, going back to this feedback culture you guys have in place here, you conducted a survey and asked employees, like, what's working, what's not working? What did they tell you? And then what did you do with this feedback? And I guess, how long after launch did you ask them this? We waited a quarter. So we, at the beginning of April, mm -hmm. um, we um, decided to send out a user survey um, which was easy, but we also wanted to tap into our untapped market, which is non-users, right? So um, we sent surveys out to both, but um, from our users, we heard, you know, some great things, including um, love the content, love to be able to connect to the organization, love the personalized experience. But I think from the users, what we heard um, that could use the most um, room for improvement was the channel strategy uh, within the app. So um, it was a little confusing. And so, of course, we took that to heart. And um, we are currently in the process of redefining and revamping our channels um, because when we were marketing this app from the beginning, we said, you know, you're going to be able to personalize the content you receive. And when we looked at it, we saw some of the content was being cross posted to numerous channels. So mm -hmm. we found a way to tighten that up and um, make it easier for employees to find the content that they really wanted to see. 
So I think from the non-users, um, what we um, discovered there was kind of what we already knew. Um, and that was, I don't necessarily want a mobile app on my personal device. We have now been communicating and we try to reiterate that, hey, there's also a desktop version of this mm -hmm. app. You know, so um, if you prefer to access it, you can go to Inside CSG, that integrated channel strategy, and link directly out to the buzz, and you won't be missing any of the content, and you'll get the same type of experience. It's pretty common when you go for a launch. There are some educated guesses you have to make when it comes to content strategy and channel strategy. And sometimes you get some things right, sometimes you get things wrong, and that's okay. And I think it's great that you guys went out and asked your coworkers, what's working, what's not. And then what I think is great, you're creating this closed loop of feedback where they're telling you you're making changes. So the next time you go out and ask for feedback, whether it's related to the buzz or something else, there's a little bit more confidence built in that, mm -hmm. okay, this feedback isn't just information. They're going to take action off of that feedback. And it sounds like that's a big part of the culture there at CSG. Like I talked about redefining the channels within the buzz. Um, one of the things that we are communicating is going to be, hey, we heard you. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to improve your experience within the buzz, and that's because we received feedback from you. So, Well, I, I didn't get to work with you as the advisor. One of my coworkers, Kinsley Wigginton, got to work with you, but I've only heard great things about the organization there, the work you guys have done, the continued work you guys had ahead, because as you know, just because you launch and put it out there, there's still much more work to be done and coming up with better content, more creative content, getting more people participating, getting more people aware, getting some of those people who maybe at launch said, I will never put this on my mobile phone. Maybe one day they will, or they're one of those employees who's going to get the content through the internet or through the web experience. So kudos to you and, and everyone else there at CSG who worked really hard on getting the buzz launched and continue to maintain and grow it. Thank you, appreciate that. So we talked about the culture and comms activities there at CSG. Now to the fun, more fun part, not just the fun, the more fun part maybe of the podcast is uh, Kyla, what is your favorite cocktail? So mine would be a dirty martini. Mm -hmm. Because I'm always a little extra, I have to have the blue cheese olives with it. <laughs> And what is your, what is the, your preferred liquor inside your martini? Are you a vodka? Are you a gin? I am a vodka. So dirty vodka martini. With blue cheese stuffed olives. There you go. Kyla, thanks for being a great guest here on Culture Comms and Cocktails. Yep. Thank you. It was really exciting to be here. And continue the great work. If you enjoyed what you heard from this episode and want to check out others, find Culture Comes and Cocktails on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. And when you do, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. This has been Culture Comes and Cocktails, internal comms served straight up. Thanks for listening.